welcome to Two Boomer Women. I'm your host, Agnes Knowles. I've been talking with Boomer women for almost a decade now. (laughs) Well, I guess I've been talking to Boomer women all my adult life. Uh, Reinventing myself several times along the way, though, but always focused on us, Boomer women. With this incarnation of Two Boomer Women, I'll be interviewing other women who have a message of interest for our demographic. If you want to hear about or learn about something specific, let me know and I'll find someone who understands us to talk about it. There's a contact page at twoboomerwomen.com. If you want to be a guest on Two Boomer Women, bring it on. There's an application form at the website, too. Finally, this show is all about conversation. We women know its value. We know how to do it and we must perpetuate the art form. So, let's get started with today's show. Welcome to the Two Boomer Women Podcast. I'm your host, Agnes Knowles. I'm talking to an interesting woman today who is an inspirational speaker and life purpose coach and the founder of Inspired You School. Janae Bauer describes three worlds we all either do or aspire to live in well, our work, our home, our above and beyond. Janae, welcome to the podcast, and thank you for joining me today. Oh, thank you so much, Agnes. I'm so grateful to be here today. It's going to be a treat, I'm sure. I think we can all imagine the home we want, the work we imagine feeding us. So let's just go straight to above and beyond. What constitutes above and beyond for you? Sure. So I really see above and beyond, you know, is that world that we all strive in some ways to want to make a difference, you know, to want to leave our our mark potentially or give to the community or leave a legacy around. And so I encourage the women that I work with to really think about, you know, what is that above and beyond for you? Because I think what gets hard is we it gets overwhelming just the other two worlds at times in our lives, especially as women, because, you know, we are responsible for so much at home. So many are working full time plus jobs as well. And so then we kind of forget that other part of our life, the above and beyond part that really feeds our soul and really keeps us wanting to keep living in that intentional way. Right. Now, one of your websites is called findingit.com. What made you choose that name? Yes. So um, that actually is the name of my company is Finding It. And how that all came to be is that I wrote a book quite a few years ago called The Little Girl Who Found It. And then um, so it's about a journey of a little girl going through her life's journey looking for it. And so that idea, again, of that above and beyond, even though she, in the end, found that she always had it inside of her, and it was really her heart, is the symbol of the story. Because, you know, as as little girls, you know, we have huge hearts, and we are totally inspired and joyful and loving. And then we tend to go through life looking for it outside of us, looking in those other worlds through other people only to come to be a boomer with the wise wisdom that we have to be able to come back and say, oh, you know what? I think I had that all along. And then you start to live with that heart again. And so I had um, that book and then I had a boy and people were asking, are you going to write a book for the little boy who found it? So I wrote a similar story. And then from there, I was trying to figure out a way to explain my business. And that's where then kind of finding it came into place. Uh-huh. 
Now that segues nicely into the the other thing I wanted to ask you about is you are a published author. Um, I take it you have a number of books. Well, yes. So those are the two that I have officially published, and then I have um, been dabbling in the industry in in different ways. It's a challenging industry to get published in or to have publishers publish your work. So I've done the non-traditional route where um, I created this You Make a Difference journal. It's this beautiful. I wanted to actually honor my mother who was retiring from teaching and having her 60th birthday party. And I wanted to just show her just how much she's made a difference, not only in my life, but in the lives of others. So I created this beautiful keepsake book where people could I sent out cards to how she made a difference. And then each card, people could write or create a picture or do some kind of a collage. And then the whole book is all of these cards together. And then it's a poem with beautiful artwork. So so that's kind of a non-traditional, another book that I've published that's not really out there because I, I haven't found a traditional publisher for that. And then I do have some um, ebooks that I've written, and then I have many handwritten books that are <laughs> are in some of my boxes that I just haven't quite gotten to or know what to do with. So I just try to when that inspiration comes, I'm just trying to capture it and then see if there's some place for it in the future. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. What prompted that question was, I think there's a picture on your website where you're leaning on a stack of books. And I went, oh, my goodness, did she write all those books? <laughs> oh, no, I did not write all those books. I do love to read other people's books. And I I do hope at some point, I would love that, right, to be, to be on my published books at some point. But that hasn't been the case. But when you did ask above and beyond, I do really see that as the the gift that I have is being inspired and being able to put experiences into words or memories and wanting to share that. So that would be one of my above and beyond kind of goals. Oh, that's great. Now you have an inspired living challenge and an inspired living blueprint without giving away the farm. What is the Inspired Living Challenge? Sure. So the challenge, so I have the blueprint that is a a free guide that I'm sharing with people to understand if you are interested in living inspired, here are kind of the steps in doing so. And then for those who are like, oh, this is is a path that I'm interested in taking, then I have a five-day Inspired Living Challenge that I take people on to really help them create that first life plan. And maybe you've done some things in the past, but really starting to, to look at it from that inspired living perspective of starting with your core personal mission, vision, and values. And from there, then really bridging out your vision for what inspired living looks like for you in those three worlds. So I have this process, you know, each day, I take through the content and I have people do their heart work. So I say it's not hard work, it's heart work because you really get to go inside and look at your interior life and look at those things that you've always maybe thought of, but you haven't necessarily put them all together. Or maybe you've done bits and pieces, but you haven't maybe laid out a full plan. And how often do you run the challenge? You know, it's actually something that I have just started doing. So I'm looking at doing that 
maybe like every other month to get people interested and excited to help people get on that inspired living path. Right. And then from there, you know, the idea with all of this is you can, you know, do as much deep work as you want. And if this is something that you enjoy, then maybe they'd want to go back to school with me with the Inspired Youth School. Okay. The blueprint, did I hear you say that it was something you're giving away? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. So it's a free a free ebook report that people can download that, you know, just explains the concept of, you know, what do I mean by inspired living? You know, what are some of those big wins that can come to your life if you choose to want to be more intentional with your life? And then from there, as I've been kind of obsessively studying this topic for 20 some years, you know, what are the four milestones to help you get there? And then with each of the four milestones, I've marked out some of the um, stepping stones along the path as well. Right. So that is just maps it out. And then, you know, of course, to understand it more, you can go deeper on those. Right. And and if somebody wanted to pick up the blueprint, is that at Inspired You School or FindingIt.com? I'll have it at both. Okay. But Inspired You School is, is where I'm really sending people. Okay. And I will put links to the Inspired You School into the show notes just for anybody that's listening. I'm going to put you on the spot here. I know that you've just run uh, a challenge at the beginning of May. And are you considering putting maybe a little sign-up form if someone's interested in being part of the next challenge? Yes, yes. So I'll have that available. And it was funny because I initially thought of just doing the challenge. My idea with the school is like a semester, kind of fall, winter, summers off, and then just doing a challenge right before that. But I did have quite a few people interested that couldn't attend the the May date that I had and said, oh, are you doing another one? And how soon? And I said, well, for sure, fall. But then I um, have also had some professions like teachers or some things that have a hard time getting away during the day time. So, um, so yeah, I'm planning to do one during the summer as well. So if that tends to, to work well, and I have it, I, I tried it both different ways. So I have a live version. People can join me live and, and go through the challenge together or also recorded. So if it works best that you just want to food on your own and get through the five days that way. I just kind of guide you on a recorded sessions as well. Uh Okay. I was looking at uh, one of your work with me pages and you have a lot to offer. What are your, uh, what do I say, favorite or best programs or coaching areas? Yeah. I I know you're trying to lead, lead everything into inspired you. Yep. And you know, it's funny because my background is actually, training and development. So I've always been a lifelong learner. Just, I mean, I remember just being in kindergarten, right? And just loving school. And I don't (laughs) think that ever stopped. And then I just kept going. And I love like, as you get, I keep trying to tell, I have three um, preteen, teen boys. And I keep telling them, you know, school keeps getting better and better because as you go do more school, you get to choose more of the classes you like and the ones that fit you better. And so this idea of the lifelong learning, I thought, is there a way I could be in a career where I could just keep learning and sharing and teaching? 
but I didn't want to be a traditional teacher. And so I found out about the field of training and development, which has been great because then I've, I've um, worked for corporations in their training and development departments. So I've been certified in like, say, for example, like Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. So we would train all the employees on that facilitation, you know, their model. Or then I've built training programs that I've developed for other companies. And so all these years, I've, you know, really focused on um, professional and personal development. And so that's kind of where I have all these different programs I've developed over the years. And I was, you know, trying to think of my above and beyond kind of that as I'm getting to that halftime above stage of life and thinking like, oh, what could be that? that way I could contribute in a greater meaning and, and just bring some of this together. So I think it's, it's been that, that path of, you know, personal growth and transformation. Oh, that sounds great. And I'm not sure if, if I'm putting you on the spot here, I don't know if it's, if you can do it concisely, what would a client look like? Like what are they wanting or needing from you when they contact you? Sure. Oftentimes clients, you know, I've had two types of clients. One, if it's more of a a business to business client where they'll say, you know, for our employees, we're looking for class to help manage the stress that our employees are going through. So obviously during this time of COVID, there's a lot of work stress and work-life balance needed. So I've been asked to deliver programs around that concept of how do you balance work and life now that you are literally working in your life and what does that look like? So I have that realm of clients and then that more of the heart-centered purpose-driven women that would come to me, you know, they are wanting to live more of a, a balanced and inspired life and be their best selves, but they're just really stuck on how to do that or feel like they keep kind of spinning in the same direction over and over again and not getting the results. So sometimes it's it's women business owners that want to make a goal in their career and they could use some like purpose coaching to help with that. Or sometimes I've had just some women to say, I just need help balancing and kind of rejiggering my life because some things aren't working. And I have this life transition or change. But the other thing that's been really fun too is I've worked with some women who, you know, want to leave that legacy and want to have always had a book in their heart and like, what do I do next? And I'm like, oh, here's what you do and kind of help them getting on that journey. Right. So writing the book. Yeah. So now I'm just going to go sideways slightly here because you mentioned still doing B2B, business to business. If, If there is a listener who has employees and they sort of think, whoa, you know, like, yeah, some of this stuff sounds great. This is the age of Zoom. Do do you need to (laughs) teach live or or do you have programs that you can teach? Like, is it possible to do what you do to employees, like to a room full of people these days? Yes. Yeah. And, And in fact, that's even before COVID, it was interesting how that was starting to become a trend of just more and more employees wanting some e-learning done in just to make it more flexible for their employees as well. And so even though that's what in the past I had always done 
live and I'm from Minnesota, so I would work around the Twin Cities area for live classes, then it's been great now with this option of the virtual so that, you know, we can work with their employees in many different locations and and being able to share that same same type of resources. So it was interesting how I was starting, I was starting to see that trend before that. And then of course with COVID, then everything has just pretty much gone in that direction. And I'll be really curious to see as things open up again, what the need for a live training will be or not be. So but at we'll, least it offers you the flexibility too. Yeah. And that's where, you know, like I hate to say it, but the, I guess if there's a, an upside of COVID is, you know, if mm-hmm. people like you've been able to do that pivot to online, uh, it's yeah. opened up a whole new world for you probably. It has. And you know, what's been really great when you talk about with boomers, one of my classes that I'm doing, I would say they're kind of on that, the high, the high boomer edge to the next generation. Right. And and because this is my mom with some of her friends and they are taking one of my classes now and they would have never before because they would not have wanted to gone on technology and felt comfortable with getting on a virtual call like this with a group to talk, getting on a learning platform, downloading a learning guide, watching videos. And it's so great now because I've had this one course that my mom's wanted to take and she's wanted to share with her friends, but hadn't felt comfortable. So I think it's really up-leveled so many people, too, with feeling comfortable with technology. Yeah, yeah. Uh, once again, I'm just going to go sideways again. But um, you just remind me of when my mom was alive. She was, I think she was almost 80 when she bought her first computer. And I mean, she would have been over well over 100 now if she had lived. But she just said, oh, guess what? Now I can keep track of my grandchildren. And it was a real badge of honor for her. So I'm sure a lot of women, you know, my age and older, who, you know, whether haven't bothered or haven't needed to be technologically uh, Mm -hmm. online or whatever. Yeah, it gives them an option to get online, if only to speak to family. And then suddenly they're finding a whole new world like your courses and things like that. Yeah, no, it's been just beautiful. And I think just that connection too, and in a fun way, I I find at this stage too, with um, most of my clients being some millennials, but definitely mostly boomers too, because, you know, you're at that stage in life where you have that gift of rethinking about your, your life and wanting to know, you know, have, have I lived in the way that I dreamed about or maybe now it's time I can be more intentional because you have more time maybe you're not doing the caretaking at home that you were with raising your children or you know all these different stages so so I find that there's this gift of excitement of oh I you know I've always wanted to try this or do this and that's really what I'm passionate about is really helping people find that thing that it and and inspiring their heart and transforming them to help them go live it. Yeah. I think that nine to five takes up so much time and energy that, yeah, when, when you have, I call it retirement in the crosshairs, you know, you can see it (laughs) up ahead. Yeah. You start to look at, okay, what am I going to do? And I must admit, I have a lot of older women in my life and they all say they've never been busier because they did embrace all those volunteer opportunities and you know, social opportunities and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can finally, like I talk about it too, like finding that cause in your heart that 
you're just most passionate about and just sharing it with your small part of the world. And for me, with having boys in school and with being an author, once teachers found out about that, they would be like, oh, could your mom come in and and teach our classes? So during this decade plus time, I would create all these little classes around being an author or poetry. I Oh, how do you publish a book? I mean, I had all these just fun things that they were interested that I created. I did a whole um, kindness in the classroom because one of the teachers had a theme around that. And I'm like, that is so beautiful. So I helped her with it for the year. And we came up at the end with this beautiful model of how do you install kindness in your classroom? So it's just that those were just causes in my heart that were close to my world. And that's that whole thing of just trying to help people find those special things in your world that matter. So for lack of a better term, shall we call it variations on a theme conceivably then? <laughs> I keep on putting <laughs> you on the spot and I apologize for that. No, this is great. If someone's listening and they go like, well, you know, that sounds really cool, but like I, I want this specific niche. If they contact you and it's within your bailiwick, obviously, if it's rocket science, maybe you don't want to go on that learning curve. Yeah. Well, maybe you're, maybe you are a rocket scientist. No, they probably don't want to go that way. <laughs> but if it's something in your bailiwick, that sounds like you are able to create something that's inspirational. and Yeah, I think that's the thing. And where I really think that the, the niche I've been focusing on is that idea of your best inspired self, because that's where I really feel like my gift comes from being inspired and knowing how to get into that place of inspiration and following those inspirations and being inspired. And I realized that that isn't, not all people experience that. I, I guess I thought that that was kind of natural. And so I found that like, like one of my friends who mentioned this idea about a book, and then it was like, like, like the inspiration just came and, you know, helped so much along that way. So I think it's that if, if there is that connection of being able to help with that piece, and then just helping people to be able to keep tapping into their own inspired self to bring that out. So at the risk of having you block me on social media, <laughs> I'm creating all these jobs for you. Just so my brain starts thinking, or yeah, starts no, moving as, as you talk. And it's like, if you could do a train the trainer, you know, you could get your word out just or, or, or that whole process out. I won't say your word, but your the process out. Uh, yeah. By, by training people to train other people, you know, in terms oh, of, or yeah. to guide other people. I won't say train, but mm -hmm. if you could train people to guide other people. Um, yeah, no, that's great. Like I, um, that's definitely been my, my strength is also, you know, how they say kind of your weakness, because I've been inspired and follow these inspirations, then I'm not necessarily good at the um, marketing and sales piece or what I'm going to do with it. So it's like I'm inspired, I create it and then kind of move on to the next thing. And so that that's definitely been a challenge that way. But that's actually my um, whole hope with this idea with the inspired you school is that the first core signature class is having an inspirational makeover where people really help people with three S's, like getting their best inspired self. So looking at 
how do you get into inspired shape? I mean, it sounds, you know, we've focused so much on physical shape or um, getting our homes in shape, but, you know, have we really thought of getting ourselves in shape in an inspired way? So I take people through that. And then an inspired state. So that state of mind makes a huge difference. And there's a lot out there right now on, you know, positive thinking and grinding it out and mindset. And that is important, but there's just a slight difference with being in that inspirational state of mind and how to get that flow state going. And then the third thing is then how do you have those inspired systems so that when you tap open your best self and the the state, right? How do you make sure you can capture and, and have these systems to help help you manage all that? So so I guess in a way that's kind of like that idea of a train the trainer in the sense that if I teach you this methodology that that I've learned that um, hopefully then you can go out and live that in your lives and share that with others as well. Yeah, and sometimes when people see a transition in someone close to them, that's a positive transition. They go like, yeah. whoa, and they start asking questions. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah it's, uh, it takes on a life of its own in many ways. Definitely. Um, is there anything about your programs I haven't asked? Anything you want to add or explain? Yeah, no, you've asked great questions. No, I think that's really been the, the journey, like I said, of just being this lifelong learner of having these topics that um, there's been needs for with clients. And then, like I said, with trying to capture it all in this legacy project of this Inspired Youth School, is that if people want to come in and do more of the deep work, I don't know if you've heard of the book, Cal um, Newport wrote a book around deep work. And I was really moved by that because um, he's a researcher and he just talked about that, you know, with the age of social media now and everything, you know, we're so much focused on just more the shallowness of things because it's from one thing to the next. And yet it's when we can go really deep in some core areas that we can really kind of tap into maybe more of that inner gold mine inside of us. And so that's where I really feel like what I have done and want to find those few that are interested in that. So that idea is if you go through that first kind of signature course, then my next step would be, okay, now if you wanted to keep going to school, you could major and minor in one of those three worlds. If you were really focusing on wanting the at-work world, you know, there's personal and professional development programs that you could major and minor in there or in the home. So that was a big thing with me wanting to then, I left corporate America and for when once I started to have children. So for like last 17, 20 years, I've been home doing my business. And that was a big part. So I could be at home with my children as well. And then try some of this stuff out on my family. <laughs> That's been a journey. And then, um, you know, then the other thing is that legacy project above and beyond to help people kind of create whatever that might be. Right. So that's that's the concept. We'll see, you know, as I launch this, we'll see if anyone's interested or not. But at least I know the challenge to get people started, because just if you have that plan and that vision, that really starts to make the difference and gets people going. Well, I was just thinking between self, state and systems. 
we boomers now at retirement figure that because of health and mindset, everything else, we've probably got another 40 to 50 years ahead of us. You could have some yeah. career students. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and, you know, I just thought, like, how fun would it be to finally go back to school for you, you know, and to invest in your greatest investment, which is really ourselves because it's only you know through ourselves that we're able to give to others and when we can be more of that best self we can give even more um I, there's a great quote i don't know if you know who bob proctor is mm -hmm. but he's considered you know one of the gurus in personal development field and he said you know what i've been studying myself for 60 years <laughs> and and he goes it's the best investment i've made yeah. And it's so interesting as there's been others like Warren Buffett, Robert Kiyosaki, and all these other industries talk about, you know, they've been gurus in their industry. And when you look at the core of what makes them a guru is they talk about investing in themselves in so many ways. But we really have to be obsessive about it and intentional and know that so many little things that we can do just to keep elevating our thinking and our way of being and and all of that matters. It sounds like you're the perfect yin to the yang, whatever, because, you know, I'm, I'm older than you. And so I've done the, the caregiving of children, the caregiving of parent, and really understanding that, you know, physically, I'm unable to give unless I take care of my physical self. And it seems to me that you're doing it on an inspirational, more internal, like in order to, to, to give inspiration or care, like, you know, that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's one thing generationally, I think with being a millennial, how, you know, as part millennials who really started to, um, create work-life balance that that was an important part for helping to have organizations build more work-life balance into that and so I think like it's been interesting with each generation and now you think of some of the generation Y or the younger generations you know so passionate about having you know causes and that so different than even for me it was more that work-life balance and like you said for you it was like you you climb the ladder you took care of you just you just did it all and now like oh maybe we have to take care of ourselves and so I think because I've had that ingrained in me that it's been part of my um, routine so I talk about I have one star student who's been my best friend going through inspired you school with me informally and we've gone on retreat yearly together for over 20 some years and it has been to do the kinds of things to work on ourselves and have that time to refresh. So well, a lot of women might get away just to do a fun girls weekend. You know, we're really working on the inner part of, of, of who we are and not just maybe going on and shopping and, yeah. um, you know, hitting the bars or, you know, go, you know, you say going, that like it's a bad like, thing. No. Yeah, <laughs> <you know. laughs> but um, so it's been interesting that I thought oh okay well I think that's that's been a huge contributing factor to that because I've just learned how to take care of myself in that and it's been what has helped me just be able to stay at home and have you know raise the children and and still try to keep a piece of the work part in there so yeah. 
And I think too, you know, as an older woman now looking at the younger people who, as you say, they, they have causes, whether it's the environment or peace or indigenous rights, like all those things, it, we're inspired, but we don't really know how to get to that place. So it sounds like that's what you can offer too, is, you know, like almost like pick your cause. And I don't mean that as flippantly as it sounds, but, you know, like yeah, to, to find the causes because now we realize that, whoa, it's real, you know, we are role models in many ways, mm-hmm. um, but are we complete enough role models? So, yes. And to know your cause can still be your family or loved ones. Like that was um, a woman came to me and she wanted to, to figure out kind of the best yeah, nonprofit or cause. And so when I started to go deeper on, you know, what were some of her goals or what did her inspired life look like to her? So part of the challenge, which is so fun, we, I have them create their inspired utopias, you know, as a utopia is your perfect world. And we all know it, like it never quite turns out as we think, but if you don't ever have that vision of what that perfect world looks like, you'll never have it. So at least you have that vision. And so as she created her inspired utopia, and we went deeper to, to find out what was that cause in her heart. So just asking questions about, I'm like, well, you, your, your father's still alive. Is there anything around your father with leaving a legacy that you haven't done yet? Or, you know, your boys are starting to, to get to the part of getting done with college and starting their families. Is there anything around there that you, you know, still want to do as a, legacy to them and so sometimes it's just within that realm and other times it is finding that like you said the environment that now I can finally give to but you just have to do that soul searching and really think about it because no matter what age you're at your time is still limited right like you said at this age you know people are busier than ever and it's you're busy when you're raising kids, you're busy when you're raising your grandkids, you're always going to be busy. So what is that, that precious time you have and that precious cause that you want to give to that will matter the most? Right. And yeah, just to, to back that up, it's I, I know that I've really put boundaries in place. Uh, it was hard during COVID because it, that threw a bunch of stuff at us. But to really try to say, you know, this is your time. This is your time. This is your time. Guess what? This, this is space and time I need for myself. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So one guess, I guess we should wrap shortly. You ha- you will be having groups. Do you do one-on-one work too? If somebody really wanted to dig deep um, with you? Yes. Yeah. I do one-on-one coaching. It's something that I haven't promoted as much, um, but it definitely is something that I do. I think with my background being more in the training and courses that I've tended to do more of like the small groups or training classes, but that's definitely something one-on-one to do. And that's kind of the model that I want to have with this Inspired You School is that small group of students, a big part of it will be going through the content, but then having that coaching time, you know, whether it's during the office hours or the lecture, you know, I call myself the (laughs) professor of inspiration. (laughs) That's being like the founder and everything else in the school since it's just me. So, but just wanting to, to give people that opportunity is once you create that plan, 
how can you be your best to actually make that happen? Okay, so where's the best place to find you? Yeah, so the best place to find me, I would say, would be to go to inspiredyouschool.com. So that that will give you access to the blueprint to find out information about the challenge and, you know, really what this idea of the school is, which um be starting the first kind of founding class in the fall, like back to school. And then finding it is my business site. So there, like you said, that that shares a little bit more about some of the other um, courses or programs that I've done or a little bit more bio about myself. Okay. And just to clarify, Inspired You School is inspired, the letter U, school. Correct. And you can also type Y-O-U and I got both domains. Oh, good. So a lot of forward. (laughs) Yeah. So the idea is that, you know, that I play on the U is that it's really about you, but then you like a capital U, like university and studying yourself like that. Oh, brilliant. And brilliant. Brilliant to pick up the uh, the other uh, domain name too. So yes. yeah, the for, the, uh, the forwarders are great. Yeah, for, for misspellings <laughs> or whatever. So oh, I know. Okay, excellent. Thank you. And if you listeners have any comments about the show today, you can leave them at twoboomerwomen.com forward slash join dash the dash conversation. Uh, if you'd like to be a guest on Two Boomer Women or know someone who'd make a great guest, there's an application at the website too. I'm adding a new feature to the Two Boomer Women podcast in the near future, as I find some men who would make great guests. I'm adding a Manly Monday uh, once a month (laughs) on the last Monday of the month. So starting on May 31st, there'll be an extra episode called Manly Monday. I hope you check it out. Janae, it's been a treat to speak with you today. I really appreciate you sharing your talents and your offerings with us. Thank you so much. Thank you, Agnes. And thank you for the gift that you bring to this podcast and just the inspiration that you bring to so many women who are along the journey with you. Well, let's just hope we get a bigger and bigger following so that we all uh, yes. yeah. have a great rest of week. Thank you. Thank you.